This is a Chazor Shia from the last Shabbos, Parshas Bahar B'chukaisai. We're zarchet to come to Perik Yud. And at the beginning, there's a little bit of a tamsis, a little bit of a review of all that we've been learning. Obviously, whoever has not been learning the whole say for this is going to be very, very uh, mysterious and difficult to understand. And those who have been learning, it's a, it's a tiny little v'chazar. Tamsis ha-prakim ha-kaidmim. The tamsis, the summary of what we've been learning until now. Ma'alcha dvarim ad-ata haya legalois es ha-ani ha-amiti shoha-adam. Our objective in the Sefer, <coughs> the tachlis of all that we're doing, is to be magala, that to reveal within ourselves the true I, the true Ani of who I am. To identify the Adam Ha'amiti, the person who really is that person underneath all the of the Levushim. And what is that part of our lives that's simply a lie, a deception, a delusion that's presenting itself as who we are, as the person, but it's really the goof. It's not the etzim of the person, it's the body. It's clear. We've been learning this already for almost two years, I think, maybe just around two years. The nisham of the person, he he ha'adamatzma. That is the person. The nisham is the person. The gufa hu levush al gabav, and the body is a levush, is a garment. We learn a chashiv levush has to be taken care of, and so on. But a levush, it's not the person. Bechdei sh'adam yegiel hakara hapnimis mihu, in order for the person to reach that true inner awareness and understanding of who he is. So those who we hear all along know that Rav Schwartz is using the side of the Balsham Tov of all Avodah being divided into these three parts of Hachna, Havdola, and Hamtaka. And Mishlav Hachna Havdola, which we really spoke about together, the Hachna and the Havdola, Ha'odah Mavdolos Atzmai, the first stage of one's avodah is to try to separate, to make that distinction, to to divide between what's real, who I am, and who I am, the neshama, the ani, and and the guf, and that which is the guf, and to have a clear understanding of of those two worlds, to make that havdala between the neshama and the guf. Obviously, that means to be Pairesh Mehara, to tear oneself away from Ra, from all evil, since evil is the result of our of our giving into the Guf and believing that the Guf is who we are, and therefore the need to satisfy the Guf while ignoring the essence of who we are, the Neshama. Now, one of the main one of the main strategies in bringing about this separation, this Havdalah, sorting out the real from the unreal, the true from the false, the neshama from the guf, one of the main strategies was using using the uh, that world of levad, of, of um, being alone. 
Being alone does not mean, as we learned earlier, when we spent quite a bit of time on that, does not mean that a person should isolate himself from the world, but he definitely does need time in order for him to be able to sort out the, 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 two, the two parts of his existence and to get to the Ani. The only way to get to the Ani is, is Lavad. Through Lavad, a person separates himself from that delusion of Chaye HaGuf. And therefore, there are periods of time in a person's life where unquestionably he needs to take off, meaning he needs to be to himself. And we spoke a lot about that. Of course, that's only temporary. That's not the tachlis of life. Levad is not the tachlis of life by yourself. It's only an ensoy. It's a means. The ultimate tachlis, of course, is his achtus, what we've been talking about now the past few months. His achtus, echad, that's the hamtaka, that's the sweetening. In order for me to be able to get together with other people, I have to be me. Or else, the per- we're going to talk more about that right now, or else that's not really me that's getting together with you. So, the avoida of levad, understandably, is a temporary avoida. In order that we can come to the tachlis, which is the hamtaka, the sweetening, of his achdus and his mazgus. This is what we've been talking about now for the past few months. That I should be able to, that I should be able to connect even to people who I don't initially care for or identify with. People who I'm very different from. All that we've been learning recently. After a person has built within himself this resistance to that world of the guf, or this clear um, way in his mind of, of separating and identifying. This is the guf. This is coming from the guf. This is coming from the neshama. Then, which is what Hashem wants, the tachlis of returning and being misached and being able to join together, to be to connect to in Yitzurei with all with all people and all that exists. Ba'avaydas ha'amtake with the tachlis is avayda of hamtake of sweetening. This is what we've been learning about until now. The tachlis of hamtaka, of the sweetening, the Masham HaKadosh was talking about, is the hisachtus with all nevroim, returning to the world and being together and being able to see what's good and what's real in each person, mitzad and neshamu, to be able to identify with each person. Obviously, this does not mean in any way the avoid of hamtake his achtus does not mean that each one of us should be able to or should put ourselves in situations where at every moment with, with all different types of people and all different types of creatures that exist in God's world. There are times when you're in an environment in a sviva where the avoid of that time is to be misachid to connect. And there are other times of the year, the other times of, uh, during, the, during life, where, where uh, it's obvious that you need to be then to sort of withdraw and to be more in the world of Levad. We're talking beyond the simple question of where exactly is the person? Is he amongst people? Is he is he with other people? Or is he by himself? Is he right now, this moment, with a chaver? 
Oshun himsalavad, or is he by himself? Ba'aymek pnimius nefesh adam. On a deeper level, I'm not just talking. Until now, we're talking more about uh, about needing time away from people by yourself, lavad, and then returning back into the into the uh, public domain. But on a deeper level, ba'aymek pnimius nefesh adam. That's what this parak is about. Ba'aymek pnimius nefesh adam. In the inner inner depths of the soul of a person. Hashem created each and every one of us with opposing forces, opposing needs, opposing kaiches. On the one hand, man was created by himself. He was created by himself. And because of that, there is within each and every one of us a koach that's called the koach of bedidus, of aloneness, of bedidus. And that, as we spoke about over the years, Rabbi Nachman said, is possible when a person is really, when a person is really in touch with that koach of bedidus. That's possible, even if he's physically with other people at the time. That's possible. Mechad koach bedidus, koach On the other hand. Hashem created within each and every one of us a tremendous koach and a need for connecting to others. A koach of chibur. Koach shel hismazgus, of mixing together, of being with others. These are two koachs. Hein koach habedidus. There is that koach of bedidus, which in some of the form is called yachid and yachad. Yachid means by yourself, yachad means together. So hein koach habedidus, <clears throat> Both of these kaiches, the koach of bedidus, of yachid, of the koach of aloneness, vehen koach hehizmazgas, and the koach of togetherness, of yachad. Both of these, yechaylum lahavais gilui shaltaif, both of these can be used as a way of revealing all that's good within one's self, and a way of conducting oneself according to the Ratzon Hashem. Kasher ha'adam mevudad u'mevodeid es nafshay be'itim haritzuyos u'bitzur haritzuyos. When a person, when a person taps into that koach, that koach and that need for quiet, for space, for aloneness, at the right time, the kashu m'schar b'la'noshem hanachayim u'v'malkam hanachayim. And when he connects to other people, the right people. And at the right time. Luma says, on the other hand, Obviously, these two kaiches can become very destructive. When they're not used at the right time, in the right place, they can be very destructive. If there's a time when right now in his life is nitzvah lezchaber, you know, the, the guy's going out Guy go, guys going go, uh, on a date. And, uh, everybody was working hard. The whole, the whole, uh, the whole New York is working for this guy's shidduch. And he finally, finally, they got him. This is fantastic shidduch. He's going on the shidduch, and and what he needs on the shidduch is to be is to be personable, to be friendly. But he decided that right now he has to tap into the koyach of beditus, of being alone, and that need. To be in that place of levad, obviously, 
That's the end of the Shidduch. It's a time right now in his life where Hashem is saying to him, you need to use the power, the koach that I gave you of chibur, of yachad, of being together with somebody, of communicating, of being together with a person. And if you do it at the wrong time, then you're using the koach habedidus in the wrong place at the wrong time. And the opposite is also true. If you have now <coughs> a strong need to, or a strong desire to connect to other people, but these are people who are terribly, terribly bad influence on you. These are people to whom you should not be connecting. That doesn't mean you can't daven for them. It doesn't mean you can't wish them well. It doesn't mean you can't say, have a good Shabbos and a good Yor. But if, God forbid, these are people with whom you should not be associating or you're, or maybe the, even if they are good people or nice people, but right now is a time that you, that, it's, that you should be quiet and you should be levad. Then you're using the koach of mizug in the wrong time, in the wrong place. It's kuf pegimel. Kan ha'amuka. Here's where we come to the very, very difficult work of izun, of balancing these two kaifas. And this is really one of the most important things in, in our lives. Actually, this is a conversation that I had with Rav Schwartz the other day. It was was pretty much entirely on this subject, of this izun, of this balance. And koach habedidus, <clears throat> between the koach, this koach habedidus, of being alone. And we're going to learn more about what that means, the koach habedidus. We have to understand more what that is. Ben koach habedidus shebenefesh, the koach hamizug, and the koach of mizug of his chavrus, of his achdus of of being together, his chavrus shalom. The chitzonius borolano, chitzonius on the surface, it's clear. Kiyesh no mekaymis shetzarech lezmazeg. There are times and places where it's obvious that Hashem Baruch wants me to be mezmazeg. In the in the in the context of in the context of marriage, in the context of raising children, there are times when even for the person who is oblivious to most things like this, it's very obvious that there's a tremendous need that he communicate with the other. Similarly, at work and with friends, there are times and there are places where it's chitzonius. It's obvious that on the surface, there's no question. That and there are other places and times where you should not you should not join in. obviously. in general, to try to connect to people who are good people. And not chasasholm to connect yourselves, to connect oneself to Rishon. I will elahim iyazunim chitzani. But all of this is very, very superficial. And even in that, it could become complicated. Obviously, if, if there's a person that you normally would not associate with, but you're trying to help that person, and so on and so forth. But still, compared to what we're going to be talking about, that's all chitzani. That's still external chitzani.
Yesh no izun pnimi, the Saifadim. What we need to focus on and what this parak is about is inner balance. Yesh no izun pnimi, the Saifadim. Mosai lehischaber, when within myself is it time for me to be mischaber? And when is it time for me to focus more on Bedidus, on this inner, inner Bedidus, the Koch of Aloneness? Schwartz makes a very important point. He says that if a person is completely unfamiliar with that, with that part of himself that's called Koach Abedidus. You have people like that. That his entire life is spent, is, he has spent his entire life in the world of, of Yachad, of being together. Even when, he's, even when he's alone, physically alone, he's together with ABC or CBS, he's together with the Times or the News or the Jewish Press or the Hamadiyya or the Algemeine Janal, whatever his favorite is. He's on the phone, he's on the, he's, he's on the computer, he's reading a book. He's thinking of other things. You have a person whose entire life is spent in the company of others. Whether he's physically with others, or, or emotionally, mentally, whatever it might be, with others. He's not bechlal in the world of bedidus. He never, has, he never has uncovered that world within himself. He's completely unfamiliar and, and uncomfortable with any bedidus. With any bedidus. Now, if a person does not have a chayim pnimiyim, he doesn't live in that world, which we're going to be learning about now a lot. He doesn't live in that world. He's totally, totally uncomfortable with that world of that quiet, deep, hidden world of the inner self. So then Rashford says, the vaday shiloyiyashayachizim. Then, then there's no such thing as as finding a balance between bedidus, between yachid and yachad. What does that mean that there should be balance? When there are two sides to something, when there are two tzadim, and I have a clear understanding of these two sides, so then a person can balance. Look at the two, look at these, these two kaiches that he understands. Look at these two parts of life that are clear to him. And then to strike a balance. When to focus more on this and when to focus more on that. But if the person is completely out of touch with that koch that's called the koch of bedidus, that inner koch of I, of the self, a person who's never found the ani, the I, a person who's completely detached, disconnected from Elokai Nishomish Nesatabi Tahirahi, then how is it possible for him to truly have any type of a chibur with Ato, with the other? Going back to what we've said many times over the years, when the Kotzke said once, if I am I and you are you, then I am I and you are you. And in that context, I, if I am I and you are you, then there can be a relationship because I am I. So when I say to you the words, I care for you, I love you, when I say those words, it means that there's an I inside of me that I've identified as I, 
And that I is something that comes from deep within the essence of who I am, from that koach of bedidus, of lovad, of yachid. It's my rishus yachid. And when I now cross over this vast ocean, and I say, and I reach out to you, or Tashem Baruch, and I say, Baruch Atta, or I say to the other person, I love you, I care for you, I'm thinking about you. When, when you say that, if there's no Ani, the Kotzka is saying, if there's no I, if I'm not I, and you're not you, then what does it mean? What does it mean? It means that two people can live together in a relationship. They can live together in a relationship and they identify themselves as being part of even what they, would, what they consider to be a deep relationship. But the truth is that it's not really a relationship. It's not really a kesher. It's not really a bond. It's what that person, if that person does not connect to the ani within himself, to that ani which is the neshama, then when he says, I really care for you, it's really in many ways not different from saying, I've, I have invested in you. I have invested in you a tremendous amount of time, a tremendous amount of kaychus I have invested in you. And I am expecting and I would like to be able to get good returns on my investment. Meaning, I would like, this is the guf that's speaking when you say I, I would like to be able to be loved in return. So I can say the words, I love you, I care for you, you mean the world to me, I'm crazy about you, I can say all of those words. But when, you, when the person says those words, it doesn't necessarily mean that there's any, that there's any true kesher between this I and that I. What it could be, and what it most often is, is that there's a kesha, there's a connection, there's a bond on some level. It's, it's felt emotionally as well. There's no question about it. But what it really is, is that most often is a connection between two gufim, two bodies, that enjoy the hischabras, that enjoy, that have a pleasure in that relationship. That relationship is defined not by a balance between the inner I and the, and the other and making that connection between my inner self and that person, but rather between two gufim who, who uh, have been brought together in this world and who enjoy each other's company. And enjoying the other's company, even though you identify that as caring and as love and so on, and certainly you care for the person. And if you want to use that word, which is so commonly used, the word love, and to identify that as love, you could speak about it in some way. But is it truly his kashus? Is it truly his chabus? So Schwartz explains. Kol's man. As long as the person does not truly understand, he doesn't truly know the world of Bedidus that inner world of himself, that quiet inner world of the self, that there's no, what does it mean to balance it? There's no such thing as balancing it then. There's nothing to balance it. There's nothing to balance with the other. I can balance when I have two things, and, I, and, and, and these two things are real to me, and I know what they are. I can balance them. When I have two opposite things that are in front of me, then the person has to weigh and balance these two opposites. 
This is what's so sad about what's called relationships these days. That when there's what? That when there's a... That when there's, a, that when there's only... He's the whole winter. That when there's... <clears throat> that when there's only a tzad echad, that when there's only a tzad echad, avakashi yeshvach tzad echad, and there's only one side, and that one side is me, and the me that's talking is the goof. Ain't sarach lazay. There's there's no union of balancing. Balancing is only when there are two things. In other words, if a person, if a person has a choice. Between right now in my life, do I belong right now in my life? Where do I belong? Do I belong in that hidden, deep world of Ani, Levad? Is that what I, where I belong right now? Or do I belong in the open world of his kashvas, his mazgos, connecting chibur and so on? In order for me to make that decision, I have to, I have to be able to have both at my disposal. But if I don't really have a world of Ani, if my whole thing of Ani if my whole thing of Ani is shallow and silly and empty and not real, and all that really I ha- all that I really have then is the world of Yachad of being together, which is in the world of the Gufim, because it's without the Ani, it's just in the physical world. Even though it's in the physical world with, again, with strong feelings and 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 caring, and it's beautiful. And look, we have so much in common. We listen to the same music. We read the same books. We love the same art. We we, 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 we we both uh, enjoy, uh, we, we root for the same team. And v'chulu uh, v'chulu. All of that, is, all of that is, is very sweet. But if I have never come to that part inside of myself that's ani, and I'm never at all in that world of levad, then what Rav Schwartz is explaining is that there's no meaning to finding balance. If there's only one side, then there's no union of balancing. What is the meaning of balancing? When a person's entire relationship is coming from the guf, is coming from that union of biyachad, of wanting to be with others, he wants to be with somebody else. But it's not really the I, the deepest I inside of himself. So then then that that need that he has is satisfied by that chibur, by that connection, by that attachment that comes with the relationship. But the truth of the matter is that on the deepest level of, of what's going on right now in this person's life, it's not really a relationship. The same way that I, I said on Shabbos, the same way that it, it, would be a very, it would be a very funny thing if the guy calls up uh, the bank and, and he says to the guy in the bank, you know, I really, I really think that we haven't spoken a lot lately, and we haven't gotten together on a weekend, and um, and I really feel that we we need to spend more time to get to know each other. The guy from the bank would probably send out a notice, you know, to the police. The guy starts talking like that, saying funny things. Why? Because the guy in the bank knows that the only thing that we have with between what we have with each other is not a relationship. There's not it's not that there's an ani inside of you that's reaching out to the ani inside of me. We don't have an ani and an atta. What we have is a matter of convenience. We have a superficial relationship that provides pleasure for you because you're getting eight, nine percent of Bernie Madoff higher. You're getting you're getting very nice returns on your investment. 
to my Ishtablis. It's good for me too, because I because I'm I make a commission on on, on on all of this. So we have a very good relationship. In the in the Welt it's called we have a good working relationship. And most marriages on earth, I don't care how much time is spent uh, making goo-goo eyes with each other and how much time is spent uh, walking off in the sunset on the boardwalk holding hands and leaning on each other's shoulders listening to their favorite song. Most of the relationships on earth are relationships that are that are uh, relationships of working relationships of convenience, of pleasure, of oinig, that that benefit both parties but are not truly as kashras of ani and atta. Because if you don't have the world of ani, if you don't have that world, if you're, if you're out of touch with the ani, with that elokai neshomish nesata di, if you're out of touch with that, it's like Rav Cook said in that piece that we've spoken many times, im ein ani, ein atta. And in every word that you say to Hashem, you say the words, baruch atta Hashem. Again, who's speaking? Sure, you have a working relationship with God. It's very simple. The work relationship is, you give me another day of my life, I'll give you some mitzvahs. I'll give you some mitzvahs, I'll give you a blad, I'll give you a blad gemara, I'll give you some tayra uh, avayding mitzvahsadim, and please give me another day of life. We have a working relationship. Me and God. Baruch atah But is that a relationship? There's no meaning here in this person's life, how does he balance the two sides of his life? He only has one side. He only has one side. His entire relationship with his wife, his entire relationship with God, his entire relationship with his parents, with his brother, with his best friend. Of course there are feelings. I'm not talking about an emotionless zombie. There are strong feelings. But where are those feelings coming from? And what are those feelings? So, im kein, bechdei shahadam yitztareich in order that bechlal, there should be a need for balance. There first needs to be, within his soul, a clear picture of what is that world that's called levad. Who am I? And that world of who am I can only be uncovered levad. By oneself. And with oneself. On the other hand, there needs to be a balance with that world of his mazgus, which, by the way, also means understanding in a real way from the perspective of your neshama who is that person that you're with. Or else you could be making terrible mistakes about it as well. You have to also understand who that person is. Now what we're going to learn is that by you beginning to tap into the kachas of levad, you have a much greater chance of understanding the person you're with you have a much greater chance of understanding the person you're with. Somebody just asked me this morning right after davening. How, he said he, he didn't realize that Rav Schwartz, he never met Rav Schwartz. Rav Schwartz is here this week. He never realized that Rav Schwartz is a young man. He's in his 30s. And not only that, that Rav Schwartz never ever attended any secular school, never read a secular book in his life. And he just told me Rav Schwartz also never picked up a telephone, never picked up a telephone. So this person was amazed. He said, I, I'm coming to Das Asm Hashir. And I can't understand. He never studied psychology. He never read anything secular. How does this man understand me through and through? He's got me pegged. 100%. Look at what's going on. How does he get it? 
So, of course, I told him it comes to a tremendous understanding of Torah, way beyond his years, that's for sure. He's brilliant, that's for sure. But it's more than that. It comes from, a, the, it comes from the teachings of a person who has spent a large part of his life in that place that's called Levad, in the world of Levad. Not that he doesn't have a wife and children, he just had a little girl, a little girl this Rosh Hashanah. And not that he doesn't have, I'm sure, I don't know, but I'm sure, Harus's friends, family. But it's a person who lives in that world of Levad for a, a, a large part of his life. And in that world of Levad, in that world of Levad, he has uncovered that part of himself that he's trying to convey to us that's called Elokai Nisham Shansatibitahirihi. And that part of the self that's called the Nisham, that's called the I, has big eyes, E Y E S, and can see another person in a very deep way, has an ability to see in, in, in ways that are very. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you an interesting thing that happened. I don't know if, you know, I was with him here for over an hour. We were talking on, on Monday, uh, on Tuesday. We were talking for over an hour, and uh, which I'm still recuperating from. And and my daughter knocked on the door. She told me she was coming to get the car keys. She needed the car. And the door knocked, and um, I said, excuse me. And Rev Schwartz looked startled. We were in the midst of a very, very intense conversation. And I went to the door, and I said, hi, Khani. And I gave her the car keys and I told her to have a nice day. I came back and of course did not understand where I went and what I was doing. So he asked me, what, 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 what happened? I said, I had to give my daughter the keys to the car. He didn't understand. He asked me, how do you get up in the middle when you're talking to somebody and go away? And, and I said, it's Ben Olochaveu. So he said, I'm not asking. I know Ben Olochaveu. He said, I don't know how you heard the door knock. How did you hear the door knock? He didn't understand how I Bechlal heard knocking on the door. He was totally, totally out of that, of outside. Now, I don't know how you can function like that, honestly. I'm not sure. But he didn't know what I was doing. When a person, when a, again, that's not for people like us. We're not in that madrig at all. We're not holding by that. But a person who... A person who knows the Ani, the I, also understands the Atta and can relate in a very deep way, deep way to the Atta. And I felt that when I was talking to him, that the nobody else existed on earth, never existed on earth, and will never exist except for me, right? That Those moments that we were talking, there was nothing else on the earth. But that doesn't, you, you, you can't buy that in the store. That's not, that's not an easy, that's not an easy thing to come to. It comes from years and years and years of Avaida to be in that place. And you feel that that when you were the when you were the true tzaddik, you feel that in a very deep way. And there's that balance. Then to be able to go back into the world with your wife, with your children, and that time of the yachad, of being together. But here, when you have this balance, the time that you spend with the others is filled with the mesikus, the hamtaka of the deepest part of the I connecting to you. Not a shallow, superficial me connecting to you, but the I connecting to you. Even when I play with my kids, even when I go on a little tiyul on Chalamoid, even when I sit at the Shabbos table and we're talking and there's mirrors. The Marshall wants us to be normal and to live a normal life. That's the world of the Yachad. But where is it coming from? And how do I, and what oinig do I have? What pleasure do I really have? 
when something is coming from the world of Ani, from the Ani Sheba Ani, that deepest part, then you're tapping into the most unbelievable pleasure, the deepest Ainig that's imaginable. When something is coming just from the Guf, the Guf is very, very limited. Very limited. And therefore relationships are short-lived and relationships are shallow and empty. So, Regarding this world of being able to connect to other people, that's what we were learning in the last parak. Even people who are different, even people who I'm uncomfortable with initially and I don't care for. But as far as Levad, which we did the parak before, or Tupac and before, as far as that, we only spoke about how to use that as a kli to separate in my in my thoughts, in my words, in my actions, how to be to separate in the avod of hachna and havdala from those things that are not good, from the guf and other things that are not good for me, from the taivas, from the guf, and so on. So we we learned back then that well, in order to do that, you have to. You have to retreat into the world of Levad uh, in order to separate yourself from those undesirable parts of life. In order for me not to be affected or influenced by something which is negative in the other person, I have to be able to come into the place of Levad to be by myself and not to identify with that which is coming from the goof of the other. But once the person has been misalik the koyches of Ra from his guf, in his in meaning from his guf from his body, mimaisa from his actions, mahagishoisa from his emotions, umimachsha voice from his thoughts, vuhumismazeg imzolasai, and he's able therefore to come back and be with others. Olav legalis olam shalavad. Now the next stage is how to reveal the world of Levad within myself. Not as a tool of getting away from that which is bad, away from the Olam uh, HaGuf, away from the wrong people, the wrong places, and the wrong things. No. That we, was, that we were talking about. This next stage is not how do, I use the word, how do I use the world of Levad as a way of getting away, escaping, separating. Havdol and Hachna. But rather, even when it's a mitzvah that is good, that is chiyuvis. Even in that world of kedusha, even in that world of what's of what's good, of what's right, one must always be working on being Megala, revealing the Koymah that inner, inner world of that's inside the person that's called Levad. It has to be constantly nurtured, constantly, constantly addressed, the world of Levad, in order that I should be able to be Mamtik, my relationships with Hashem and with other people and so on. It needs to be in such a way. There needs to be that Legala says, HaKoymah HaPnimis Benefesh HaNikris Levad. And we were talking about this. Lamashal, he, we he gave an example. He said, for instance, everybody knows one of the greatest tzaddikim in the world right now is the Amshnaver Rebbe. So tzaddik is like he's like from from a thousand years ago, the Amshnaver Rebbe. So he said, but a lot of people don't realize that from I think he said I'm not sure from Friday Chatzais 
until Tuesday night, he's completely levad. I mean, Shabbos with the family, but he's, there's no Kabbalah's call. He's not with other people. He's not uh, not at all with the phone, not at all. And, and, they, and they could say that this, this, they could be lined up for 10 blocks and buy a gun to see the Amshan of the Rebbe. There's a time of levad where the Rebbe where the Rebbe is completely and entirely in that world of himself, of Levad, and then when he comes out of that, then he's Miss Mazeg with the others, Brachas and Eitzes and so on. And the understanding is clear that what if you ask, what about Ben Adam Lechavei, right? What about the other Jews who are waiting to talk to him? How could how could that be that you leave thousands of people waiting to talk to you? Ben Adam Lechavei, So, What's happening is that there are two levels of Ben Amal Chaveiro. One is Ben Amal Chaveiro with other people, and the other is Ben Amal Chaveiro myself. I'm also a Chaver. Ben Amal Chaveiro means with myself that if I don't come into that world of Levad, and I, I am not giving Aces to other people. I am not talking to other people. I am not loving other people. I am not helping other people. And all the Tzaddikim did that even though each one in his own way, how they did that. And each and, each and, every, each and every person, in order to be able to, in order to be able to be biyachad, must have time of yachid, of alone, of lavad. And if not that, he might seem to be the greatest guy by Nama Havero. He is Mr. Everybody. He, which we're going to talk about in a few, next week, He's with everybody, and he's great, and he does for people, and he's the life of the party, and he's a big, he's the chesed man. He's everybody's friend, everybody's friend. Everybody loves him. He's a great husband. He's a great father. He's a valdik. And all of that, after 120, will be this will be seen not to have been him, but somebody else, somebody he was wanted to be or was pretending to be. He was, and there's no question he gets a million points for that, and he's, you know. Not Khalil to say, he gets a million points. But that's not the Tachlis of life. That's not the Tachlis of life. But if you would have said to him, uh, just like I said to one of the Chavayim here recently, that you need time, you need time, but you're not uh, involved with uh, all of these projects. There's a time, you need, you need a time for Levad. But isn't that selfish? Now, how to clarify, uh, how, to, how to work on that sentence, but isn't that being selfish? Isn't that being selfish? To understand that so that we shouldn't be troubled by that, by that mistake the rest of our lives is what we're going to work on in this parrot. Because we need to understand what is the world of Levad. Levad is not, a, is not a selfish world. It's not a greedy, isolated world. Levad is a world that enables you to truly give people of yourself. But if there's no self, then what are you giving? You're giving a very superficial piece of the goof. Which... In, with some people is terrific because compared to what you're going to do, it, it's much better. But that's not the Tachlis. The deep, deep The deep meaning of Levad is not how many people you're with. And again, as we as we learned. Rabbi Nachman said you could you could be involved in his this, you could be in a room with a thousand people, and you could be misbeidet, and you could still tap into the place of levad. It's not a question of where you are or with whom you are. Certainly, as I said a minute ago, there are times that you need physically just to be 
to be able to get to Levad, you need to be away, to be detached. But but the Oymek HaPnimish Levad is deeper than a question of where you are at that moment in your life. It's, a, it's the Oylem Atzmi Benefesh Adam Pnim. It's that world of who you are inside of yourself. Oylem La'atzmi. It's a separate Rishus. It's the Rishus HaYachid. La'olam rakiklila is not because not only a way for me to separate from things that are not good in in my life, but there's a world, a, a positive and beautiful world that's called the world of levad. And that is the that is the world that Mitzvah Shem Rosh is going to help us discover and to work on. And and Mitzvah Shem after this sefer, the, the sefer is going to be coming out very soon. Mitzvah Shem das nafshecha das nafshecha where he's going to take us on a grand tour of all of the kaychas and nefesh that the ani of a Jew has. All of the kaychas and nefesh. So, to find ourselves and to find others, and that Hashem's Baruch should find us. It's, uh, you know, an Aveda can only be found if it has still simonim. Right? If there's simonim, and the, and the owner is not Messiahish, so the Baruch certainly is not Messiahish, that he'll find us. And we shouldn't be Messiahish with ourselves, that we'll find ourselves, and that we'll be able to find ourselves Together with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and Yishalayim, the Gosh Hu, and Amitiz, and Hebi, and Amitiz, and Amitiz, and Amitiz, and Amitiz, and Amitiz, and Amitiz,